You're listening to High Shelf Gaming. High Shelf Gaming is a podcast where David and Rich discuss tabletop gaming. Everything from board games and role-playing games to gaming conventions. They provide reviews, strategies, tips, and house rules to enhance your gaming and convention-going experience. Further back, dude. The first dex check I can ever think about with the kids mm. and was the rollover. Ooh. Because you know, when before the rollover, you set them on their back, they're like a tortoise. They're just sitting there, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You put them on their yeah. belly, and they're just, well, I would say they're a schnick, but they can barely even get forwards and backwards. But you put them on their belly, they're just on their belly. Yeah. And I remember with Rob when he first passed his deck check, he fell off the damn bed. Oh, and no. <laughs> I mean, dude, I was like 19 when he was born. To I didn't know. Oh, I barely, I, shit, I barely know anything now. But at that time, I knew nothing. Oh, my I remember God. calling my mom and we're all freaked out. Are we going to kill our kid? And, oh. you know, how, how we were terrible parents. And then when Cassidy years later was born and she was passing her dex check, we couldn't catch it. I mean, I remember trying to watch her do it, and we never could. I ended up oh. sending up a video camera and recording her doing the role because I was like, dude, is there a ghost in my house? How yeah. come my baby keeps flipped <laughs> over and I never see it? All right. So yes. you consider this the first dex check ever? Do you think All I, right. I stumbled no, I think onto right. the I think shared you're right. experience? I think you're right. I think parents? you're right because that, that, like, that rollover. All right. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. Dax, he rolled over just oh, fine. God. All right. My level four, yeah. my level four ranger, he rolled over just fine. Okay. No bigs. But my barbarian, he did not want to roll over. We put him on his back. He'd just scream. He'd just rage. Just oh, straight. Wow. Take go care. Into rage oh, mode. he's the barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go straight into rage mode, screaming at us. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, we're going to let him scream it out for a little bit. Huh? That did not work. That yeah, did not work. Yeah. But, but we could get him on his belly, go to bed. And then he would like roll over onto his back at night and then back over onto his belly. But he would never roll over onto his belly in front of us. He would just scream at us. Yeah. He would just scream at us. So we had to like go get physical therapy. Like we, we went and like got our barbarian into class to like learn how to roll over. (gasps) Baby rollover classes. Baby rollover classes. I mean, dude, what what is the age range between my youngest and your oldest? Um, my kid's twenty. My youngest is twenty years old. Yeah, so sixteen and years. Your apart. oldest is sixteen years apart. Yeah, there were no classes for rolling your baby over, dude. Sixteen years ago, yeah. dude. We we like just we like contact world. the city, and the city's like, oh yeah, we have a physical therapist that'll help you. It's a city program. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, oh yeah, dude. What, what, what socialist world oh, yeah. do you the, live the, in? The town guard <laughs> shows up, and the town guard shows up with their like local wizard, and the local wizard, yeah. you know, does some enchanting, and then boom, your baby rolls over. No, it's wild. She was so good. She was so good. Our 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 town wizard was so good. She did a great job. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wish I lived in Lord Farquaad land where they had social <laughs> programs. I don't think Lord Farquaad had any social programs in his hellscape of a fantasy kingdom. Guess what? That's called Texas. And yeah. so 100%, <laughs> that must be the difference. I don't know, dude. Go look it up. Go be like, hey, Dallas, or wherever you live. Like, 
you live in some weird city now wherever you live just be like hey my kid doesn't roll over what do you got and they'll be like i don't know we have this guy <laughs> shows up with a stick <laughs> pokes him oh, yeah, yeah, no no here it is right here put it from the county of dallas put thumbtacks down on what? one side no and no. Oh no, that that's a trap. Sorry, that was a level no. one trap for your kids. No. I apologize. A, that wasn't really cow drops. Don't give cow drops. drops. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of the beginning of it. But yeah, no, no. I I don't know. Do you, do you? To me, that is the first dex check any of our our little player characters have ever tried. I, I think that's it. the first one. I, and what do you yeah. think? Do you think there's an earlier dex check they do? I mean, no. That's a great one. That's a great one. I always remember throwing because that's like the first time when they like start to do like really super active stuff. But I think rolling over that makes the perfect sense for a, a good deck. Dude, throwing the ball is a lot of fun too. And you know, you use the soft little fuzzy ball that's like the same, like a big cat toy, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not telling. We're not talking about throwing Nerf balls. We're not talking about throwing, you know, uh, dodge balls or you know, little, you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge you, a ball. We're, we're like, you know the big fuzzy ones. They make like small tennis balls. Those are perfect. Those are perfect. Like it's the same. Those are same, balls, Yeah, same. Well, like no, like they make uh, like Chuckets. You know, like how they so have you ever seen Chuck It for a dog? Like it's a it's a brand of dog toys, like a tennis ball throwing thing. Well, they make small ones. Did you get your kid dog toys, dude? Dog toys are the player character <laughs> hidden I've gem never, items. Just just all I, the dog toys. I, Any anything that's a dog toy is also a kid toy. That is a genius idea. I never thought about it that when they crack open that treasure chest, totally. they find totally. a, you know, it's, I, I wonder, it, it, did they ever teeth on those? Because, you know, teething, man. Yeah. Holy crap. Kids can go through teeth. some stuff. Yeah, they can. Yes. They can, they I can know. destroy some stuff. So dog toys are really hardy at that, you know. <laughs> so I think we have discovered, and I think, you know, listeners, Tell us, do you, do you, what, what do you think the first dex check is? I think we stumbled onto it, Dave. I think yeah. we got the first dex check ever it's you good. go through in life. It's good. All right, folks, we're going to get back to it now that daddy, DM daddy's daddy's who DM. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a whole program to do here. Hey, yeah, that's guys, right. thanks all for, for letting us, you know, just start talking in the middle of this interview. It's good. Hey everybody, David here with High Shelf Gaming, part of High Shelf Collective, and as always, I'm joined by the necrobiotic, Rich. Dude, let's not go there. Let's just leave that one alone. This is a family-friendly program. Just that one way exactly where it is. <laughs> okay. I have so many questions. So many. I know. Questions. I have so many questions too. Dave and I are going to have an offline DM meeting about this, and I need to know how he knows certain things he knows. But <laughs> Taylor, we're welcome, here for back. Gen Con. Hi. welcome back. Hi, guys. We're doing. We're doing. We're doing part two. Part two of Taylor's first Gen Con. Oh, baby's first Gen Con. Yeah. Oh, she grew Can up. that be She's the new. cover? It, it'll look like a baby. <laughs> Yeah, look like a baby's birthday party, like a little cake. It's just oh my god, like the cake says Gen up. Con on it, and there's like some yeah. like your face is just covered in blue frosting or whatever. <laughs> yes. And you know, Taylor, my the first year Rob came, it was like 
he wanted to come. He wanted to come. And I was like, dude, you got to be able to drink. If you want to come Gen Con with me, I mean, I'm a terrible parent. Just FYI. <laughs> I'm like, that's like David brings the kids to do like kids stuff. I'm like, no, you got to be able to drink if you want to come with me. And then we can hang out at Gen Con. My daughter's about a year off. So maybe next year or the year after my daughter will be there. But <laughs> um, so you grew up, you're, you're now a big grown Gen Conite. Boy, yes. I've, done, I've done did it. Four days, right? And I think everybody had badge flights coming in. Like not just you and everybody. Like a lot of people had bad flights coming in. Like American flights that had to deal with chicago and weather or some shit like that it was yeah. like bedlam yeah i i lucked out coming in my problems are going out and then oh, i was too right. exhausted to deal with it when i was like ready full of energy it was super easy peasy and then on mm -hmm. my way out it's like let's change your flight 12 times <laughs> yeah that's right and like like once you're gonna leave on saturday and then they bumped you to sunday again and it was like yeah, yeah, it was just so many connecting flights were either my first one got fully canceled and it would have grounded me in Chicago. Damn. That's not even halfway home. So I was like, no, <laughs> can't do that. The other one bumped me like an hour to where I'd miss my connecting. But then it, it honestly worked out better because then what I ended up with was a later in the day Sunday. So I didn't have to get up as early. Nice. And they even refunded some of my miles when I had to switch oh, to a Saturday yeah. flight. So I even nice. got extra miles and a better flight. Still, so. yeah. I just everybody I talked to had some kind of travel thing at mm -hmm. some point, right? Delayed flights or whatever, canceled mm -hmm. flights, abandoned at whatever place. Like one of our GMs, Ronaldo's, like his entry into Indy was like, a nightmare. I have no like idea. 15 hours. <laughs> it was a, <laughs> to get there a from Kansas. Travel like, oh. and then, and then what's he doing the first thing in the morning? Run a zombie game. You know, like he had, yeah. he, he had like, he had, a, a he had an 8 a.m. Thursday game to run and had like the worst travel on Wednesday I've ever heard. Dude, I totally ran into him outside of the con. Yeah. I was going to get my vaccines. It was like 12, 12 30. And we're walking up, Sarah and I, and we're passing someone. We're like, oh, shit, do they have badges? Do they have masks? Because we forgot our masks at the hotel. And so we're they're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know if they had masks. There was, and, and he's like, I don't know if they have masks. But there was someone who had masks in line and was handing them out. And I was like, crap. I think we have to find out if they have masks, go back to the hotel and walk back. And all of a sudden he goes, are you rich? And I'm like, Rich, you and it all came together, and of course, he gave me two masks so I could get in. Nice. But wow. unreal! What a small, yeah, that's it's cool. What was the what was the total attendance? Do we know or like a gist of how many tickets were sold this year, mm. or could have been thirty to forty? Do you guys think? Well, yeah, that felt like a forty thousand person. That felt like a forty thousand person Gen Con. Um, but yeah, I have not seen their like blog posts yet on like attendance and all of that Man, kind of stuff. With as big as it was, it was crazy how many times I kept running into people that I knew. 
you know, it was so easy. Like I walked out of my first game and Mitch was walking by. I was like, let's go to lunch. I was like, okay. Or you're through the dealer hall and you're seeing people constantly. I'm like, how are we all seeing each other when there's thousands of us? And I'm still like finding the same, like 10 people over and over again. It was weird. No, I saw Mitch. Yeah. I was oh, just okay. walking down a hall. I was walking down the road and ran into Mitch. Mm-hmm. So real quick, go- going back to the attendance, um, they're announcing 50,000 attendees. Mm, that's I mean, there's a lot of people. Oh, look, that first day waiting for a freaking oh my god, vax, vax badges, proof of vaccination badges. That, that felt like 50,000 people. That was so rough. That was <laughs> took Wednesday. Me, took me five minutes. Wednesday. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, it five. took me five minutes the second time at midnight, right? Yeah, because <laughs> the you first time abandoned. at 6 p.m., I gave up. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that line like so Wednesday. Right. We all landed Wednesday, folks, because like we have a bunch of events we're doing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, so we want to get in there on Wednesday. This is the same time a lot of the vendors are like loading in and building out their booths and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a unofficial start to the Gen Con because a lot of people are there, even though there's no events. It's a good time to like get a quick minute with a few people before the show really begins. But that Vax check line was huge. And I was hunting for the end at one point, and I found a spot where it was looping back on itself, like eating its <gasps> own tail. Mm-hmm. And I was stuck in that loop. And then I like went on a hunt for the real end of the line and ended up like barely making the cutoff where there was this guy with like end of the line sign. You know? And like I was like eight people in front of him, and he was telling everybody else the line is closed. Wow. Right? And That's like when everybody, I up. he's like, "Go away!" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly." And like, what sucks is like, like people would just follow him. They're like, "Okay, cool. Well, I'll just be ten feet away from you, and I'm just gonna wait for you to say that we can rejoin, right?" And I don't know. I feel like I feel like Gen Con really let that line get away from them, and they there, had this that one, was the one dude. guy. I know, one guy. The, he couldn't enforce enforce anything. He was just like, "Back away, back up." Yeah. This, 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 Go away, and everyone's like, "No, I'm just gonna stand. Yeah. I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand ten feet away from you, where you don't have reach." Yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's what, Heather and I went. He was like, "Yeah, if you go here and turn left, like right there by the escalator, that's where we're gonna start the line, so you can like hang out there or come back thirty minutes." We're like, "Cool." So we hung out there. We were at the line. Then thirty minutes later, they're like, "Okay, let's go," and they started walking us. And so we're like, oh, cool. We're at the beginning of where he said to start the line. And he walks us and then turns us around and takes us counterclockwise from how the line was going that David had already gotten into, walks us fully around the entire circle back to where we started. And then we were the end of the line. So we were the beginning, somehow turned into the end. And then it snaked about six times after that. We're like, never mind. Dude. Like that is my only complaint that I really super have about how Jim so was jumping was right in. It is that way. Point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, because I like I've worked for South by Southwest, and I had seven people for one line that maybe had a hundred people in it, and they're yeah. expecting thousands of people to show up, and you have one yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, there was one guy managing that line. I feel bad for that guy. I really I do. do. Like, like he, had, he was he doing a, what he could. You he know? had an impossible task. <laughs> did you try the will call line? No, I, I did not. I knew that was going to be hell. Okay. Yeah, I, I had my stuff mailed to me because I don't. Okay. I don't like will call. 
It yeah, the will call line was like oddly impacted by the vax check line, mm -hmm. right? So like you either, I think in, at least initially the will call line was actually pretty short because the vax check line was so long. Um, but then yeah. by the end of the con, I, the vac, the will call line was huge again. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, when we went back for our passes at yeah, whenever Ronaldus had gotten through and he said there was no one, that's when I got up in my pajamas, walked down the street in my pajamas. And I was like, hi, <laughs> like a wet hair, already showered. I was like, give me my bed. And then I went back to bed. Mm -hmm. But when we came back downstairs from that, the will call line was huge at like midnight yeah. and the vax line was non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, strange yeah, line dynamics there for sure. And I really think they added that because some lawyer that works for them said, well, if you really want to be safe, you had a vaccine thing. Because I went to, I went to some other conventions for work. They did the same thing. You had to show proof of vaccination to get into the event. Right. To where I think there's some lawyers that are like, well, you don't want liability. Make people show vaccination. That way, if they lie, it's on them. It's not on you. Yeah. It, you know, like, I want to say around January, they released their initial health guidance. And they said they proof of vaccination is going to be part of it. And so were masks, right? Mm -hmm. And every so often they tease out, oh, we're going to re we're going to we're going to, you know, announce our final ruling on all this stuff. And I don't think they've really changed any rules since January, no. which is good, right? Because people are buying plane tickets and hotels based on an, a, an understanding. Being vaccinated and masked. Yeah. Right, yeah, and understanding what the, what the safety requirements were going to be. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think that I'm imagining that unless something really crazy happens in terms of, like, health stuff, this will probably be the last time that they really put so much stuff out there. Cause I think that, yeah. that 50,000 people going through a VAX check line, that's a lot of line to manage. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also just like the weird, Oh, we want everyone to be safe. Let's cram them in this tiny line in a building, yeah. <laughs> like together side by side in a building oh. before we prove it anything. Like, right. That's true. How That's was true. everybody wearing a mask for an hour or so? Because there were plenty of times I did something for four hours, and then I had another couple hours, and then I might take my mask off. How did everybody do with their six hours of mask time? Yeah. Um, it was definitely different because I work from home since COVID started. Yeah. So I've never, yeah. and I mean, literally all of 2020 and most of 2021, I didn't go anywhere. I Right got my stuff ordered to me so i didn't really wear much of a mask so it was a different thing but i think when you're in it i, I didn't think about it i was just like you know I'm i forgot fun. i forgot when we were doing our tips for 2022 i should have mentioned to folks to like put a band-aid on the bridge of your nose especially if you wear glasses i, know. I forgot you told me that. i completely forgot about that tip um when we did our episode and I've seen some people saying, yeah, it really, it really ruined my nose. And no, like, my glasses were completely fogged the entire time. It's okay. It was right. just what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this. It's like, you know, if you wear glasses and the mask, a bandaid can help not only to help your nose from getting like really stressed, but also mm -hmm. it can help with the fogging of glasses. Um, I was fortunate that I wore contacts the whole time, but like mm -hmm. I was in con if I was in my glasses, I would have, I would have needed the Band-Aid to feel comfortable. I'm not too sure why they made me wear a mask because I had a big bubble thing that I lived in and I was kind of rolling around like a hamster. But they it was were like, great in the dealer hall. I wear a mask. Uh, everyone loved <laughs> it. Oh, I just rolled them over. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, you like unzip the little flaps and put the book in the flap. <laughs> she puts the book in the flap. Wow, wow. Way to, man. Not a fan. <laughs> no, you, you don't like the uh, Silence of the Lambs reference, right? Nah, there? no. I'm, I'm alright without it. I'm alright without okay. it. We can clip that. <laughs> no, that's good. It's good. It can stay. It can stay. So, all right. Lines galore. Always. Uh-huh. Wednesday is always line day. Thursday mm-hmm. is line day for a lot of people. Uh, we started our events right away. Like 8 a.m., we, baby. Yeah. 8 a.m. Red 10. Markets, 8 a.m. Dungeons D&D. and Dragons. Yep. Passing out badges and, and stickers and things like that. Um, I think Thursday we had – I did the kids thing. So my kids were with us Thursday mm-hmm. morning. And that was really good. So like – I always like the food trucks and I didn't get to do it this year, but I like to get breakfast at the food trucks mm. because breakfast time, eh, it's not too busy. Right. And you, I always like to fit the food trucks in at least once. Mm. Um, and so I, I try to do breakfast at the food trucks. I didn't get to do it this year just because things were so, things were so hectic with us. But, um, but yeah, we had kids with us on Thursday morning and that was really fun. Like getting to do the dealer hall and do a kid event um like it was it was really cool they do a good job in the um they have a like a kid lounge and where they can do like open crafts and play games and all that kind of stuff and oh uh, that's nice it was really cool because like we had signed up for an event and our kid didn't want to do the event and they were totally chill they're like "Mm, he can go play games or paint things and like it was great it was a really really cool experience as a as a parent i was really nervous about that and uh now they made it great for for us to bring our kids that's awesome. Yeah, it was very interesting, especially on the kids' side of seeing how accessible it was. I mean, we've all seen the Twitter post going around about the lady that was going to do the LARP and yes. had her six-month-old. And the DM made this whole thing about how the baby was part of the story. And like, it was super cool. That is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. That's so sweet. Yeah, we'll link that tweet in the, in the show notes for anybody who wants to just read a heartwarming story about a GM who makes it okay to bring your kid to the game. Just being awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really magical, magical stuff. So, Taylor, what was your Thursday like? When did you line up? Uh, so, Thursday, I slept in because I stayed <laughs> up too late drinking Wednesday and then had to go get my freaking badge at midnight, slightly drunk in my pajamas after my shower. Um yeah, but still. So, so Thursday, I had a uh, 10 a.m. Witcher game. Ooh. That holy cow! So got up, got ready, had plenty of time to get there. I had to walk in the rain because I guess nine months in California is long enough okay. to forget that okay. it rains. I can't <laughs> and complain. I, have an I cannot <laughs> complain about the rain because no. the temperature was not 100 one. Oh, yeah. It was down for you. I was like really on vacation, Taylor. Thursday, I was like, oh my God, I'm not sweating. I brought an umbrella. (laughs) I did it. Because, like I said, I just forgot, I guess, that rain existed. I have multiple umbrellas that haven't been, they've gathering dust. And, uh, but it wasn't too bad. Like, I didn't, 
it wasn't like I was soaked through or anything and there's enough overhangs. Like I was fine, but I like walked to the dealer hall and I wasn't, or to the convention center. And at that point I still wasn't super sure of my orientation. Let's be real. I'm still not sure on my orientation of that entire city, but especially the convention center first thing on the Thursday. So I just went to the closest door cause it was raining. I didn't want to keep walking out in the open. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. I knew. I didn't know about the pileup at the dealer hall on the first day of everyone trying to get the first 50 things. So the run yes. of the nerds. The run I the didn't nerds. know that existed. Yeah. And I yeah, had to fight my way through that. And it took me 30 minutes. I got into Archel's yeah. room like five minutes before my game started because oh, it took wow. me so long to get through that crowd. Because I didn't, I just went the one way I knew how to get to that room, and it was opposite of everyone else because it was all crowded up in front of all yeah. three of those doors. It was down that like because I took the little the little hallway that halves the convention center, yeah. thinking no one's gonna be here. It was so full, and I was just like, yeah. And everybody's like, hey, why are you cutting? We're all waiting for the same thing. He's like, no, yeah. I'm trying to get to the Artal gaming room to and there run was a like, game. A stanchion, right? That was supposed to be like this is so people can walk to get to these rooms. Nobody, they weren't. No, they weren't holding. Nobody no. was listening to those little stanchions that were there because there was like uh, a perfect little pathway made for all of those doorways to those rooms, and it was impassable. Like yeah. it was horrible. I was so close to turning around and just walking all the way around the building in the rain, but I was like, it's going to take me just as long to get out of this crowd now that I've made yep. it into this crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday oh, morning is sad. like, is like the day, you know, cause like a lot of the booths will have like special items that are only available Thursday when the dealer hall first opens. Yeah. And it's like, it made sense tough. after, but right. at the time my brain did not think that, Oh, that's going to happen right when I need to be in for a Welcome game. to Gen Con Taylor. Your first, <laughs> yeah. your first experience is an, is an insufferable line that you must come back to after you've had some drinks. And then you get to show up almost late for your event for a big company that you're there to support. For a big freaking line. (laughs) That that literally just screams true to your first time. You line things up. You don't know when to leave. You run into problems. And now you're running late. Yeah, and, yeah. and the orientation thing is I still is, beat is you on my players, though, so it's fine. That's good. And you, you did make it on time, so I shouldn't. I did make it on did. time, but just not to my early time I wanted to be. There right, to yeah, to up. get some time to set up and get your Yeah, get your yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, the, the orientation of Gen Con really isn't intuitive, right? Like, when you're in one of those rooms, you're like, but wait, the games are right over there. But then the dealer hall is here. And then like dude, the fact that the dealer not, hall did an L yes, in my mind. Yes. I didn't know that till the yes. end of Friday. I was like, what is this? Yeah. It's not a north, southeast, west thing. Yeah. It's almost like everything's a little clockwise. Yeah. Like yeah. you come in one door, but you come out another, but you're not really south. You're really yeah. kind of southwest by the time you get out. It's yep. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to say that I want it wasn't until I had my second Gen Con that I really felt comfortable enough to know where all the hotels connect right because oh, all I didn't the co- even try. oh I yeah the hotels all connect from know. different <laughs> bridges and so like it takes a bit to realize oh, that well, oh yeah, yeah. where did you get to stay taylor what hotel were you in oh yeah uh yeah i was in the, the hampton inn so it was just like okay. three blocks down yep. and i was before easy the first day by the yeah, last day yeah. i was like did it move 10 blocks further away yeah. Uh, no, no. Yeah. It's just the it's amazing. I you know I try morning Sarah, you're gonna walk so much. You just don't realize it. You're gonna walk so much. 
Yeah. But the Hampton Inn is great because you're like right next to the yard house that's bartended yes. by our friend Jesse. So yes. <laughs> it's like oh, a good oh, it was perfect because yeah. I mean it was right there by Punchbowl where we went and did stuff the last night too. Like it was perfect location for me. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all those downtown hotels are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think any anytime you get to go to Gen Con as a walkable experience, you're like you're really winning Gen Con because then you can like get to all the places on yeah. time, you know, like you're not really trying to yeah. deal with the bus system or the or the or a rental car or anything yeah. like that you can it was like, it was nice especially since i mean for both the games that are in the witcher and the cyberpunk i like kind of did did up outfits accessories whatever Aww. and so then it was also like hot and humid so i was like i'm dying both days so it was easy to be like okay i'm gonna run back to the hotel change take a super cold shower both yeah. days after my game i was oh just yeah like, i'm sweating oh, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. i would change clothes and then walk back and it'd be fine yeah yeah it was i was like i this is the way to do it yeah it was a sweaty pig after our cyberpunk game i was like Ugh, i should not have put on this jacket that's for the yeah. character <laughs> yeah yeah it was so it was hot but we looked awesome yeah we did yeah we, we did awesome. um so you ran some games for Artelsorian. I ran a cyberpunk game for Artelsorian. Rich, you did um, Redbox. Oh yes, yeah, I did Redbox, which I'm changing over to old school experience, as you might have seen on Discord, because their Kickstarter went great and their rules are phenomenal and they're sticking to the truth of what was Gary Gygax Redbox. Amen. Oh, really? BNX. Yeah, they're doing a great job. They're doing That's a great cool. job. So next. I should be an old experience, not D&D. Wow. We'll see what happens. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay, cool. Cool. This would be like the first time you don't run OD&D specifically next year. Yeah, it will be. That's awesome. It definitely will be. Yep. New experiences, new life. We all got to change, um, (laughs) you know, along those lines. Um, Thursday night, did we have a get together? We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Thursdays all blend together. Yeah. When I get so back. Thursday, seriously. So, so Thursday uh-huh. we did our Super Rover Rally game, right? Um, oh, and that, and that right. was that was tons of fun. We had we had more we had more guests that time than we ever have, and that yeah. meant that our game was a little more subdued, right? A little more strategy was going on, right? <laughs> but my kiddo was there, and he was helping all of us plan our moves, which was really cute. Um, and then um, and then we went to go do our uh, HSC meetup which was lots of fun. We went to the yard house and kind of took over a corner of the bar there. And I think Taylor, you and your crew from weed the tail all showed up um, about, about midway oh. through. And uh, yeah, the Thursday night was really good. I, I really enjoyed like getting to hang out with everybody from HSC and then hang out with a bunch of folks from weed the tail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many just... new friends. Cause I mean, there were people that were in y'all's crew for years and years I hadn't met, but then, meeting so many people that were in weave screw or just throughout the fest. Like that was super fun to then just like all come back and be like, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that happens to me every year. I mean, people show up from different areas, but we're all in the same little party. And all of a sudden you meet new friends like Dustin, who uh, worked a lot of the Gen Con events for years. Great kid. Great guy. Yeah. That's awesome. I say kid. He's a grown man, but much younger than me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the so the meetup was really nice. Um, I think that, gosh, like, that was probably our last, like, big social thing as HSC was all of us getting together for the meetup. We did a bunch of, like, little individual things after mm-hmm. that. Um, like, 
Uh, Dave came by, our buddy from Scotland came by during Rebel Rally, handed off like some scotch to me, some black currant jam. I know, I'm so life. sad he didn't come to the meetup. I owed this guy some beers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, so Dave is Dave is good, good human. So we talked, um, and he runs a convention in Scotland, um, nice. uh, like a tabletop gaming convention in Scotland, uh, and he's just a great dude. And uh, we, hmm. Kelly and I, met hmm. up with him again. Hold on, hold on. When is his convention in Scotland? Uh, I think it's in like I think it's like right around the corner. <laughs> I think it's like hmm. I think it's like Scotland tabletop or Scott Scotland RPG. Get your passports like okay. ready. Keep talking. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. So he, he yeah he runs a, a a like I think a two thousand person or three thousand person gaming convention in Scotland. Um and uh, yeah great dude uh, just just member of the community and um, thank you Dave for the scotch it is delicious I really appreciate you. <laughs> And it survived the plane trip home just fine. I agree. It totally survived and was very tasty. Yeah. And I need to post something about that. And you're right. It's August 27th and 28th. So yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like weeks before his big convention. He's at Gun. <laughs> and I have to go. To, I have to go to Vegas that week. I know. Poor me. Oh, oh no. I go to Vegas. But yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I might be flying to Vegas. I, I, you know what? Next year. I'm going Ooh. to Scotland. Oh, oh, that'd be so fun. Rich takes so on fun. Scotland. That's so much fun. Taylor, That's are so you fun. ready to do your first international gaming convention? <laughs> Let's go. Let's who do it? it. Who is them? Let's Let's do it. it. Especially yeah. Scotland. Like, that's where a lot of my, like, ancestry is. And my dad has this whole trip he wants to do where we go. And we go, like, see all the places. Go get our seal. Go get our, like, plaid oh, yes. and everything. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. You can get dad to pay for it. <laughs> it's like, come on. Let's go. And let's I, go. all I have to do is spend four days at this but, other place. And then yeah. genealogy. And, it'll be great. By the yes. way, why don't dad pay for me, too? Yes. I'll we'll go. I'll we'll go. Oh, here. <laughs> My dad's yeah, a musician. Like, you think he's paying for any of us to do anything? <laughs> he's like, I'll book some gigs. I'll get these. That's how to- he travels to <laughs> Europe. Is he books gigs to pay for it? It's amazing. He's a musician. He's a musician. Very different. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. No, I, I've got the. I've got some some Scottish going on too it's it's a great trip it would be so much it'd be so much fun to go to scotland um and play games that'd be that'd be like a riotously good time we got almost a year to plan it <laughs> there it is yeah a little over a year we have just over a year <laughs> look give me a year to plan something it's happening yeah and then, then work. um so thursday i think ended pretty well like that was a pretty good mm-hmm. high note for us Thursday's to end on, on thursday um I would already like walked a third of the dealer hall by then. Um, I think every day I'd try to fit in like two or three rows of the dealer. The dealer hall was That's so what huge. I did too. It was so yeah. huge this year. That was giant. Um, I don't have any frame of reference, but it, was, it took me three days to get through it all with like rushing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, stopping and talking to players or talking to companies and all that kind of stuff about mm-hmm. their games and like doing some shopping. Sure. But also like just networking and mm-hmm. meeting with other like developers and designers and all that kind of stuff. There was so much to see this year in the dealer hall. I swear it's one of the biggest dealer halls I've seen in a long time, even with the 50th anniversary, I think it was on par. 
Yeah. I, I didn't see it all. I kept getting in little bits, but I never yeah. got the whole thing done. So I did not do as well as you guys did this year. They did a good job of like breaking up the flow this year. Like they used to have it. So it was just like a big grid. And then like you end up with these like huge traffic jams. Um, this year they had a few times where the booths would like bisect the grid so that you had to walk around a booth or a demo area and all that kind of stuff. And that can be a little annoying when it's like interrupting your just perusing everything, but it's nice that like there really wasn't like every intersection wasn't just jammed up full of people. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never got too jammed up and and I felt like it did kind of also help keep things from getting too packed constantly. Like, you know, there was a lot of people and you were still going by a lot of people, but I never felt like super, you know, it never tricked your like uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There's totally been years where I felt uncomfortable in the dealer hall. There was just so many people this year. I didn't. I'm telling you. Thursday was the worst day. We'll see 50,000. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it was a 50,000 person convention. Nope. Hmm. Just me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think the other thing is, like, I this year had more of a mission in the dealer hall. Like, usually I just want to see everything, right? And, like, buy mm-hmm. a couple of things. But this year is, like, I had to do some stuff for the kids. Like, I really wanted to get some games for the kids. And, and then I wanted to, like, meet some companies, you know, meet some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a little bit more of, like, a, you know, putting on the business hat this year for me. Uh, and Taylor, you were doing a lot of that too. You're you were a networking fiend out there. I gave away all of my business cards. So I came cool. home with three. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I took so many. I've had those things for years and they're finally gone. Um yeah, I I I because I didn't really sign up for my, any event other than True Dungeon, and I just had my two that I ran and I didn't know how to go anywhere but to the convention center. I was like, this is what I'm tackling, this is my project going to figure out this dealer hall so yeah i definitely had a mission um of i had a bunch of people that i wanted to go see and like companies i've worked with before that i just wanted to be like hello here is my face let's talk and then um when walking through with like you and then mitch that introduced or knew other people and those sort of things but that was kind of all thursday and friday was just go through, see people, look at what was there, introduce myself, talk to whatever. And then Saturday, when we went back through for the last time and talked to a few other people, that was when I bought stuff. And it was whatever I could remember that I liked from Thursday, Friday. Ooh, I went good back choice. Saturday. What did you Very get? good choice. Yeah. What I was, was like, if, if it's just people are giving me sales pitches, I'm going to buy everything that they tell right. me. Right. There were so many cool things. And there's yeah. tons that I remembered and still didn't go get because I – brought a carry-on so i mean seriously um, i want to buy like tons of games so i love that advice run through a couple days then come back and get what you want yeah yeah and so definitely definitely uh wet ink games yes takes home the prize for the taking the most of my money because i bought three of the never going home books the coral book the magic book and the beast book and I'm super jazzed for that and for Kelly to run it for me. Um, and then also, I don't know how to pronounce it because I don't fully know Chinese pronunciations. 
I want to sure. call it Ying Shi, but I know that's wrong. And it's J I A N G S H I. This is the one they won um, like yes. silver for best setting. <gasps> yes. And it's gorgeous. And I, I, it was, I wasn't going to get it. I was just going to get it on PDF later. And yeah. hey, props to the salesman there because yeah. I would have been so upset <laughs> if I wouldn't have bought it there. It was the last minute purchase of, I don't know how I'm taking this home, but I'm taking this home. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it came with like three art prints because the art was beautiful. Like the it's box so art is so pretty. And that was one of the prints. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. Uh, the core rule book, then it's a book. There's a book in there of 18 one-shot adventures. Ooh. Then there is Dude, a board, is a board game board yeah, and like cards. And role-playing yeah, game. It's board game and role-playing. And then all the character sheets were laminated and they had dry erase markers. There were custom dice in there for it. But oh. it's essentially you are playing as part of custom a dice. family. Custom dice, yes. Um, you're playing as part of a Chinese immigrant family in 1920s San Francisco Chinatown. Ooh. And during the day, you are living a life, keeping the family business operating. But then at night, you're a freaking vampire hunter. That's what the <laughs> Yang Shi were, is the vampires. <laughs> and the board is like a clock. So it's like, here are the three parts of the day of your normal life. And then here are the three parts of the <gasps> night of writing things. And it was beautiful, and it had the cards and everything. So the fact that I had the board game and the cards and the art prints, I was like, "Fine, I'm buying it." I don't know oh how I'm going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, when when we were over there, when when we were over there, because we were walking it with you, Kelly and I, right? Yeah. And we were like yeah. looking at um, uh, Never Going Home, the role playing game that they make mm -hmm. over there, and like we of course picked that that game up. But we saw them busting open the box to show you everything that was inside, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's buying that." Yes. Once you can see all the stuff, you're buying it. There's no way yeah. you're not buying it. I, I just like, like I, I saw know. you like, uh, 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 I gotta have it. I was like, yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was so pretty. It was so pretty. It was funny too because I like had sent Matt, uh, my partner, a picture of it, and um, then he was like, I can you buy that art print? And I was like, I get that art print for free with this box. <laughs> like, I bought it. <laughs> oh my God. I got so much good art at Gen Con this year. Nice. I'm such a sucker for art at Gen Con, y'all. I specifically didn't go down that section because I knew. <laughs> oh, the Dude. artist alley is so good. It's so good. Do you, you know what you didn't get? You didn't get this art. That's right. I did not oh, get the art that you painted. You did not get that art. <laughs> You're starting I went to Valley. the Animal Cross painting situation. Oh, or it's event. Animal Crossing. My apologies. That's 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 not baby. That's talk. Oh but yes, I made art. Not only is there art to buy, I made art. Oh my gosh! Look, we okay. We were walking the artist alley, and there's this like one painting of like the bottom of a woman's face and then like her head is like covered with like all these like tenderly things coming up these like like cosmically black tendrils and i was like holy shit i have to own this and then nice. like there was all this like beautiful art there and then the very next booth the very next booth i saw was like like japanese like um you know the um the the painting style they used to do on the like folding folding walls yes yes oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah they're like ancient samurai style artwork right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fucking star wars themed with like darth mm -hmm. vader murdering a bunch of like you know rebel fighters but they're all like he's not holding a lightsaber he's holding a katana 
right? Mm. That's fun. And I was like, I, I, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so good. The art that was for sale there was so good. There were so many wonderful artists. And like, I just want to own all their stuff. And obviously I can't. It's hard to ship the art back. It's hard to get it home. But it's so good. Sarah, Sarah walked away with a couple business cards. So there were a couple booths and she said, I like your art. I went in my home, but she just took a business card to do something later. So a hundred percent that's possible. Yeah. That's what I do at a lot of different conventions or things when there's artists. Cause yeah, I'm just, I'm scared that I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> trying to get it home. Even, even when they have the cardboard, like yeah, yeah. spheres, yeah. whatever those are called cylinders. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's hard to do in a plane packing situation. So one year we bought some art that was too big to fit in a suitcase. Uh, Cause mm -hmm. sometimes I'll put it in my suitcase, but packed between books and then close around it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we bought a piece that was too big for that. And so we went to the uh, business center that is there. They have like a little like Kinko's or, or um, FedEx in the convention center. And we just bought a cardboard box kept it flat it could fit while the cardboard box was flat it could fit my art oh that's smart and then taped taped it shipped it that's smart. that's how i got my art home um was i was flat, very close flat, to getting a flat rate box because you could do up to 15 pounds for the same price yeah it's very close to doing that but yeah i, I fit it guys yeah you <laughs> my shoulders hurt but i did it yep yep <laughs> yeah fitting like i think shipping stuff home from the con from the convention center, from the post office around the street, around the corner. Like those are pro moves. Those are mm -hmm. things like on like Friday, Saturday, Saturday, go to the post office and ship everything you've purchased so far, mm -hmm. you know? So then all you're really taking home is your Saturday winnings, you know, or your Sunday stuff. Yeah, um, that's right. Stuff like that is like, if I was really buying a lot, that's how I would handle this. I would just ship it all home. Dude, pro move is having a postmaster general that you know that comes to Gen Con that you send them home with all their stuff to mail to. That's yes. pro because yeah. he drives. He drives. <laughs> that is the way. I mean, that was my fallback. Was Mitch offered to take all my stuff back since he had a booth and they drove there? He was like, oh, nice. "I'll take it back with me and just ship it to you." I was like, "Maybe." <laughs> oh my god, Mitch had a booth and I missed it. Yes, the, with the my book. I say my book. The necrobiotic book. Yeah, chapter. Rich, when we started this episode, I I buried the lead. I, we're going to talk about necrobiotic at some point because Taylor's name is in a I'm book. Did upset. you know that Taylor's name is in a book? No, my I should have bought this book. book. I should have bought this book. I had no idea. So it's not out yet. So you're fine. So it was okay. a preview. It was a preview of it, and it, it, it's still going to change a little bit. But uh, you can still order it if you like look it up online. Okay. Order. The necrobiotic. Yeah, I, I got such to a cool premise. Go to a booth where one, my posters I made were up <gasps> because I made all the posters for the booth, and then look in this beautiful book and see my name next Aww. to like all these other people that were making games. It was crazy. It's so good. That's it's awesome. so good. Yeah, we got the uh, quick start guide uh, for 10 bucks, right? Yeah, and yeah. And then, yeah, it totally went to the backer kit. And we're like, pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I Before I even got tapped to do some pages in it, I bought the super fancy blue and gold nice. version of it. Yeah, this so. is Necrobiotic. Dude, Rich, this game is wild. I it's need like it. A, it's a role-playing game about, um, hey, uh, labor force dried up. 
you know, like, like <gasps> birth rates are way down. So we devised a method to bring the dead back so that we can you know, have them do menial labor. Kind of like Amazon, Jeff Bezos. They know they're going to run out of employees <laughs> by like 2032 or 2022. It was 2088, 2028. Yep. There's yep. a report they're going to run out of people. Necrobiotic. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's, that's the Bezos move is to just yeah. animate the dead. And they'll they'll work your factories for you or your your warehouses for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is a really cool. It's like the the start the the art and style is so good. The art is so good. Uh, one of their like main artists that did so many of the things just blows my mind. Um, I can't remember a name off the top of my head, but they're amazing. Yep. Um, but yeah, so the Necrobiotic TTRPG is based off a italian novel series by the same name so there's Mm. lots of source material and they already have pretty much everything they could need for a necrobiotic book two of something so if you want like a good steampunky cool concept that's like gonna keep growing Mm -hmm. buy Mm -hmm. it so it can keep growing (laughs) Yes. yes of course of course any other any other gets that you had that were like especially good for you, Taylor? Like any other like games that you picked up that were like oh, must haves? There were so the only other book that I well there were two books that I knew for sure I was getting. Everything else was a surprise. Um, one being the wonderful uh, Tales of the Red. Oh yes, obviously had to had get to pick that. that one up too. Had yes. to pick that one up. I've already ran part of one of the adventures today two days after uh, one day after i've gotten home i've already Beautiful. started running yeah. yes. uh my puns have signed it for me so because i didn't have my core rule book obviously wasn't going to lug that around too but uh knew i was grabbing that and then uh the other one is archon a-r-c-o-n by metal weave games mm. i knew going in that was one that i was going to pick up and um so far it has not disappointed. I've read like half the book already. They're a cool company too. I got to talk to them a little bit and they're they got some cool games. They're a pretty cool so company. They do cool. they do like streamer kits for some of their games. Like mm-hmm. they're they're a neat company. And I'm really curious about Archon. I can't wait to hear what I'm, you it. Yeah, I so far love it. So I mean, it was a no-brainer for me. Uh I got to talk to the creators during the Indie Groundbreaker Awards. Uh they won for best setting. So knew it was already me good. Got to talk to Kiana and Jason, and they were both super, super awesome, super, super sweet. Just loved talking about this book so much. You could feel, you know, that excitement. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I like this. Um, and it's cyberpunk themed. Yes. Look, y'all, I can't, I can't not with something that's yeah. cyberpunk themed. Yeah. And so it is pretty much a world setting. The the city that it's set in is Archon. Uh, the name of the book and it is what cyberpunk would be based on our current world so it's not a Ooh. 1980s reimagining of what cyberpunk would be like so much is it is wow okay here right now in 2022 we've had these advancements what right. is 40 years actually going to look like right. in the future with still that really shitty capitalism and all of the stuff that's in cyberpunk? Because Rig Anonymous isn't going anywhere. And yeah, so cyberpunk, the genre isn't going anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it's really cool how uh, uh, it's set up of having all the different like factions of people and all of the corporations and all the stuff. So I definitely want to 
put something together in it and still just use cyberpunk red rules because it seems like it'll translate really well because they have like people that seem like classes but it's more like these are the organizations like there are mm. the punkers there are the reclaimers mm-hmm. there are like those sort of things in it sure um and then yeah, also get- one of my friends wrote a short story in it so i had to get it and oh, that's cool that's really <laughs> yeah cool. yeah so I'm, I'm excited for, to hear about archon and, and play in a playing a little bit of that world like that seems like a like a fun like a fun time for sure yeah it looks really, really cool. So, yeah. I, I mean, the two things I knew I was getting were the, the two cyberpunk kits. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then everything else was a price. I got so many other kits. The other thing, I picked up uh, from also from Artal, I picked up the Tome of Chaos, their, like, magic book. <gasps> it's so cool. It's so cool. Like, all the ma- the magic system in in, in, uh, in Witcher is pretty fun, like, using the stress mechanics and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I, I dig on it already. And then, like, just to get a lot of expansion on the the magical organizations and all that kind of stuff in The Witcher is, like, really nice. I'm really, really happy to finally get that book in my library. Yes. Yeah, I was I was between, because I was like, okay, I'll probably get a Witcher thing. And I was between that, since it was the newer one, or The Witcher's Journal, which I didn't own yet. And I ended up getting The Witcher's Journal. Because yeah. The Witcher's Journal I, is really I get good. To, I get to play a Witcher in the home game that i get to play <laughs> and so i was like well i got to get this one so when i know my monsters it's already here that's right that's right Plus it had stuff for making dragons and vampires so you wait until i get to run a witcher game it's gonna be terrifying because there's gonna be dragons and vampires everywhere i can't wait <laughs> because I, have, I can't wait there's life paths for creating your own dragons and vampire like lives and worlds and stuff the whole life path thing is so fun i'm so glad they added that for like those creatures like it's just neat it's just really neat yeah i can't wait for us to start doing some witcher stuff on the channel like i think we're i think we're about ready i yeah i after after running it on thursday i was like i want Mm -hmm. to do more of this because i i got a good gist of it with like my friend running it for me and me getting to play in it i was like okay i get it running it is it's so fun so oh yeah oh yeah definitely what about you rich big gets for you my only get was Return to Dark Tower Kickstarter. Oh, you got the yeah. Dark Tower. I got the Dark Tower with all the Kickstarter items and the Apreme mat, all that jazz. That was my big pickup. So kudos. Somehow Larry bought it. Oh. And we were I was talking about how you got your hands on that because that wasn't like a. Oh, boot. yeah. No, that was a Kickstarter thing. Yeah. And he brought it to the con. We played it. We had a great time. Um, my dad and I played that when it originally came out. So yes. I'm going to get it from him, go down and visit, and me and dad will play the new Return to Dark Tower because it is totally different and so much better. That's awesome. Just all I can wow. say. Totally That's different, fun. so much better. That was a big buy. That was a lot of bucks to pick that up. You know That's what awesome. I mean? Other yeah. than that, I mean, dude, I, I'm not too sure. I don't think I bought anything. I, 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 Literally just walked around the dealer and I'll check things out. I did not have a list. I did not have ideas. Yep. Next year, I realized I need to do a little bit of research and go, okay, what is, um, you know, um, Cubic 7 added? You know, what is Force 9 doing? And I need to look at those. I had no idea. Wasn't ready to buy anything and just didn't. Yeah, sure. Sometimes Gen Con's the experience, right? Like that's that's yeah. that's, that's the fun of it for, for all of us. We get to, we totally. get to do that. 
almost you know, glad I didn't do a lot of research because that probably saved me money because really I've nice. now seen other people posting things. I was like, that was there. So glad I didn't see that. <laughs> and by the way, have you seen some of those Gen, Call, Gen Con Hall videos or pictures? Yeah. Yeah. Where oh, literally yeah. they got like 30 games. I'm like, oh, oh totally. my God. Totally. I'm jealous totally. of your life. Yes. Yeah, the the big get for us was a kid was a was my kids game um, from Hive Interactive. We got Catapult Kingdoms, which Aww. is which is like this super cute thing. Like you build a castle, right? And your your opponent builds a castle, and then there's little catapults, and you shoot each other's castles with your catapults. That's and so fun. It was so there's easy. A so pretty fun. big chance I'm buying that for my college age kid. Because I think they would enjoy playing that with drinks. Oh yeah, it's such a good like kinetic game. You know, it's just like one of those kinetic. It's like not. It's like kind of a board game, but it's really a kinetic game. You know, and dude, guys, we've been playing it every night. We've been playing it every morning. It's like it's like mm. the new household favorite. And so like, awesome. very glad that we picked up Catapult Kingdoms. Um, that was a lot of fun for the kiddo. Um. The other stuff, I got some Expanse books from Green Ronin Publishing. Oh, good you know, choice. Yeah, like uh, they have a book in there for like the ship decks. And um, they have another one for Beyond the Rings, which they just came out with. So to talk about mm-hmm. like all the different planets once you get once you get through the ring space side of Expanse. And I'm always threatening to run an Expanse game. And um, I need to go ahead and make good on that because yeah, I would play that. I just love the world so much and um, got to got to get some got to get some expanse up in our up in our worlds um, up on our channel for sure. So uh, those were my big ones is really like the expanse, the game for the kiddo, um, the artwork, all the art that I wanted to buy. Um, Oh, and then we went over to Post Human Studios and picked up their. um, So they make a game called Eclipse Phase. And Eclipse Phase just had a second edition come out last year or maybe the year before and um, <gasps> picked up some new like morph cards. Cause like in that, it's like a, it's like altered carbon, the role-playing game. Um, oh man, that's that, awesome. You, you know, your different bodies have different like sleeves. Um, it's kind of awkward to say that now because altered carbon is now a role-playing game. Uh, yeah. It used to not right. be. The right? original concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The original concept <laughs> of like swapping bodies, right? With, mm-hmm. with technology, we swap bodies. Um, but anyways... A uh, really cool bunch of folks that put that together. Um, some of them come from like the kind of classic Shadowrun right, yeah. writing crew. Uh, so a lot of really good like tech, like the harms of tech, <laughs> you know, like just a lot of that good stuff is in there. Um, and so we picked up that and this new book, or new to me, book called X Risks from them. <laughs> and I love it because like you two will get this. Like in the very, very back of that book is a whole chapter on um or not chapter, but a whole section on like on like advanced uh fungal threats. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is I mean, that why you bought the book? Did you I mean, flip to like, the back and see that and you're just like yes. Yeah once I saw that I was like well now I can't put this book there. I yeah. have to buy this book because you talk about the threats <laughs> of fungus. <laughs> Which, if y'all don't know, fungus threat is real. All right, <laughs> it's very real. <laughs> Always. So yeah, those were those were my big ones. Um, I I really really am glad that we spent some time in the dealer hall to like look through and find those those games and try them out. Um, I didn't actually play too many ticketed events. Um, mm. I think. Yeah, I think my one 
big ticketed event was True Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Now, Taylor, seriously, yes. this is uh-huh. this is serious, straight dope. What were your takes playing True Dungeon for the first time? Oh, yes. I was so confused. <laughs> good. The okay, entire good. time. Yeah. <laughs> I it was fun. I loved with the characters, all the interactions. It was super fun. He asked what I wanted to do. I said fireball, and it and it happened. But, but I was so confused the whole time. Uh it it, it almost kind of felt like Hi, I've never played D and D before. Here's a level twenty character. Yes, because like, you got a you got a super powerful character. You got a yeah. super powerful character. That's a right. super powerful character is a wizard, but it was, it was like between that and a fighter. And I brought Nikki with me, and I didn't want to give her the super hard character. I was like, I'll take it. This was my idea. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah. You know, but it was fun. Really Once I kind of point. figured it out, I was like, okay, I, I, I did all the patterns. Every time I had a select pattern, I was right. So, or like the the memory, all game, the skill so. tests they gave you. Yeah, yeah. The memory so tests. I was good at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so like funny. Larry walked over at one point in time. I was like, okay, tell him you're going to do this, and then you're going to do this, and then you're going to do this. I was like, okay. And so I did, and then I did like 200 points of damage. I was like, oh, can you just stay with me? Yeah. And always tell me what to do. That was much better than the 30 I've been doing. No, no, that was the only time he needed to make sure you did what you do. <laughs> that's true. That's right. true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Larry, okay, so folks who don't know, Larry is our quartermaster. He's the one who puts all of our characters together for True Dungeon. He keeps all of our tokens. And Larry is also the one to tell us, Hey, this broken combination your character can do, it's time to go ahead and do it. <laughs> and then he's like, Hey, David, as the cleric, we go ahead and reset all of her abilities so she can do it again. I'm like, You got it. I'll, I'll do yeah, that. you guys did that. So, Taylor, would you play again? I would definitely play again. I think, I think getting to see it happen and just being thrown in it was probably the best scenario for me, at least. Was I was like, Oh, I get it. And I know. I need to just always play the spellcaster because even though I was confused on that, I am much better at that than I am that stupid shuffleboard. One time, the one time I did the shuffleboard, I barely even made it past the first line. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my patterns. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Like it's one of those games they did. They've done a good job of giving everybody's like individual talents a place to shine. Mm -hmm. They've done a pretty good job at that. Um, Yeah. Cause yeah, some of those puzzles, man, like we oh, really I don't needed... know what was happening in any of the puzzles either. Well, I didn't understand the mushroom puzzle. Still don't know what we were supposed to do there. The other ones, we got them. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think the I think the mushroom puzzle, we were really, really close to getting that one right. Um, mm-hmm. we we made the mistake of assuming that the bigger dots were value of two instead mm-hmm. of a value of five. I have no idea how we were supposed to figure out that the bigger dots were value five. Yeah. Don't know. But don't know. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. I guess we would have eventually been like, maybe it should be an odd number, and that still would have gotten us closer. Right. You know, right? Since it was an even number, it was with so many ties. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, the I, I think that that's the right experience when you play True Dungeon for the first time with somebody who's giving you a big character. It's pretty overwhelming for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We we did one year. We did a commando run, which was a lot of fun. Um, and the commando run is when you just show up and you know how you remember Taylor, they gave you a little bag of like 10 tokens. Oh yeah. You just actually use those. You, <laughs> those you, the ones that you get and you're yeah. just like, Oh, what can I do? And like, that was a lot of fun. And you for trade. Us. And everyone yeah, trade. trade. Yeah. yeah. Like, Everyone's yeah. sitting there going, 
okay, I've got two swords. Can you use one? Okay, I need a shield. Can I have a shield? And you're just that's yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's a lot of fun. We did that one time. Now we we still loaded in all our super awesome like bonus treasure things right. that you can do. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, the commando run is is nice. Like if you're doing a lot of true dungeon, it's a nice palate cleanser, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just little, let's little just go old school and yeah. <laughs> try to make it work. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the only ticket event ticketed event I did. And it was super fun. And I loved because it was like a you know, a little group group event for all of us. But that was when my flight situation really screwed me over because I had a lot of evening ticketed things like the Cyberpunk Q&A and a couple of panels that I just sold my tickets back to because I was going to have to fly out. And then my flights changed again after I'd already gotten rid of my tickets. Yeah. And then Uh. my one morning panel I was going to go see on Saturday got canceled. So all of the panels and things I was going to go see either got canceled or I canceled because I thought it was. Wow. Why were they canceled? Any ideas? I don't know. That's I mean, it was only one morning one. It was like the 10 a.m. Yeah. one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the panels at Gen Con are really good. Um, I I didn't get in for any panels this year either, but I always, I whenever I do, I'm, I'm, I'm always liking them. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely want to do more panels next year. Um, it's tough. It's tough making time for everything. Like I almost have to have like, a panel day and then a dealer day or something like that. Yeah. You know, like oh, there's really not enough time for me to yeah. get to do everything. That was kind of what my plan was going to be. Was Saturday was going to be all panels in True mm. Dungeon, and then that way Thursday and Friday I was I I did most of the dealer hall Thursday Friday honestly, but then with my flight change, I just did more dealer hall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Oh. Even with all of like the pain of flights, though. I saw people's pictures from 5 a.m. this morning, Monday morning, leaving. Mm-hmm. I will oh, never leave yeah. on Monday. 5 a.m. It was like all the way out and circling around where like the restaurants and stuff are. Oh, you yeah. You know, security. look, look, or anybody who doesn't security. look, anybody who doesn't travel very often. Monday morning is the absolute worst time to fly. Is the yeah. absolute worst because that is also when all the business travelers in that city have to fly to go make Monday morning, sometimes Monday afternoon mm-hmm. meetings with their job contacts. And then sometimes they're staying the week or whatever. Like Monday morning is the absolute worst time to fly because you're jammed up full of business flyers. That's my one. Yeah. Tip. If I stayed Sunday, dude, I'm sleeping in Monday. Yeah. I'm having lunch and then I'm going to the airport. 100%. Monday, late morning, late morning, like nine o'clock. Empty. Really? Maybe 11. Maybe okay. 11. I'm sleeping in because you know what? Sunday I'm going to get drunk with my friends. I'm yeah. gonna, you know what? 11 o'clock they're going to kick me out of the hotel anyways. That's the beginning of my journey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What are you talking about hotel? You stayed our, you stay in Arcade, Arcade Alley. Alley. Yeah. And I saw well, this year you had that nice table in Arcade Alley with dude, the gold. big. Really nice. It was Good on big. You. It was really <laughs> big this year. There was lots in Arcade Alley compared There's to lots normal of games. Yeah. Did you see Arcade Alley, Taylor? I did on our way to True Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And you got to see yeah. Rich's home under that table with the yellow yeah. skirt. 
Oh, was I see? I didn't realize that's where I stay. That's where he stays. We should have stopped by and said hi. They they don't break down on Mondays. He's got enough room in there for a little for a little like sponge bath shower situation. (laughs) A bucket. There you go. Put your room. It rained, bro. I didn't need the bucket this year. (laughs) It rained the first day. You still needed the bucket. (laughs) We all knew you needed that bucket. You know, it's like all of us stopped hugging you after about halfway through Friday. <laughs> That's because I thought you got all your hugs out. <laughs> hugs. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. So, super takeaway from Gen Con. If you had to tell someone, okay, two things. If you had to tell someone why they should go to Gen Con, what are you going to say? And if you had to tell someone why they shouldn't go to Gen Con, what would you say? Um, I mean, should, at least for me, like what made it all worth it? Cause yes, it was very cool to go see like all the games and like I got to play cute little board games in the dealer hall and test them out. Like that's all cool and fun. And I'm sure the panels are great. Mm. Um, but what made it worth it for me and why I would be like, you have to come is just to see people. <laughs> Like getting to see like all of y'all getting to see like everyone that I got to hang out with from weave meeting new people getting to actually see and talk to the creators of some of these games like I got to talk to the art director with wander home. And I was like, I love everything in that book so much and just like getting to hear like their process of that. And then even new games and just getting to actually like face to face and talk because I don't think there was a single booth that I went to that someone wasn't willing to sit here and like gush about their game, their friend's game. Like, you know, they were interconnected in some way. Cause yeah. I also didn't really go to like the big ones. I didn't go to like Catalyst or Paizo or anything like that. I went to like the more little ones. Yeah. You know, um, sticking with the like medium and small, like, mm-hmm. like uh, booths, you get so much yeah. out, of, out of those, out of those booths for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It was so much. And so I think that that was was my thing. And then I would say, I guess, if not to come is if you're not, because I don't think it would be worth it if me 10 years ago that only knew D&D and Pathfinder, that would not have been worth it for me to go. You know, so if you're like a person that's like happy with their few games that they have, or you're not like if you're unless you manage to fill up your entire schedule, because I did walk past the upstairs like Paizo room oh, with yeah. all the Pathfinder and start. That was such an impressive room. So if you pack your oh, schedule yeah. of just three days of nonstop Pathfinder, sure. Look, cool. You didn't, but you didn't even see the magic, the gathering tournaments. No, no. Yeah, I, you, I you missed that section in the ICC or Yo. X-Wing or yeah. all the other, we're just going to play games all weekend. That same game yeah. to get to a champion. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. at Gen Con are a lot of global championships. Like it, like it, it's kind of wild, but like we go there to expose ourselves to all the new stuff, right? Yeah. And all the all the variety of things, because that's that's how we relate to gaming, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a body of people out there that that crave that tournament win, yeah. And they go to Gen Con not because they want to do any of this other deal hall crap, but because they really got to win this one it's tournament. One yeah. But I am yeah. going to agree with her on the holistic level. I think yeah. when you talk in general, if they're like, no, my life is just this, then Gen Con may not be for you. 
like if D&D if D&D is your only game everything yeah. yeah yeah you know i think what is it it's like i almost kind of wonder if like if the people who play these huge like l5r coteries and like the magic the gathering arena tournaments and all that kind of stuff i almost wonder if like if the global tournaments were held at a different convention would those communities appreciate the price the price difference because mm-hmm. gen con is expensive like it's expensive compared to like uh you know some of these other conventions that are out there um but it's also like the biggest one because all these games have their big tournaments there and all of these companies debut games like there's tons of debuts that happen this year at yeah. gen con um and it's the only place you can go to like Get your first pack to Keyforge was sold at Gen Con. They didn't sell anywhere else before Gen Con, right? Your first pack of Magic the Gathering was sold at Gen Con. Um, and so, like, I don't know. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, there's a lot of reasons why people go. And I sometimes forget that. That, like, they're not all going there for the same reasons I'm being. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But. That's good. I mean, all in all. Very good point. Very good points. You know, you know, what we haven't done yet. HSC, huh. we have not done a LARP at Gen Con yet. <gasps> yeah, we should. I've never LARPed at all. That is as close as we've gotten. It's as close as we get. You know, you know, what would really get our true dungeon closer into the LARP land mm. is if we all dressed up like Star Trek characters and we pretended like we were on a busted up holodeck. I don't even want to talk about this out loud because it's the greatest idea ever. Because I have <laughs> phasers, I have science communicators, like the, 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 the they would oh use to scan people. Oh my god! I, I got Star Trek. I got you. I got dribbles, bro. We could. I got outfits. I got outfits. We could oh totally make this happen. Because it's totally- look. There was at the same time as we were going into archery dungeon, someone else was getting set up and they looked awesome. They were all dressed up in like armor and medieval gear, the whole party. It was beautiful. I'm sorry. It was 90 degrees with a dew point of fucking 200 million. Like I'm (laughs) not dressing. (laughs) Yeah. Humidity. I'm not dressing in full armor to do this. Right. Okay. But a Star Trek shirt, some black pants. Yeah. Star Trek shirt. Look, the Star Trek uniform looked good. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine having your phaser and they're like fight and you're like, yes. you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be so fun. Let's do it. <laughs> I would have a fork to be the bard. I would get like some Ferengi outfit thing. Yes. Get, like, a Ferengi. yes. And that could be like <clears throat> to be the bard. Oh my God. Cork yes. is my favorite character, Rich. He's my favorite Star Trek character, Cork. Magic user. Yep. And Have of me- course, engineering mm-hmm. we need security i mean we and we need a captain we, we need shatter i mean obviously it's larry yeah it's, like, it's gotta be larry yeah 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 i love this idea we, we have to make to this, this. we have to do this we've got right. a year to plan yeah <laughs> two things to plan in a year that's right that's right trip to scotland and yeah. <laughs> star, <laughs> star trek our trek to dungeon oh, 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 we're going to philly that's right Mm-hmm. That's right, and we're yeah. going to Philly. We got packs coming here. Packs, PAX unplugged is coming, and I think the HSC is going to be there in a big way. Everybody seems into it, which is really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really exciting. Oh my gosh! I, any other, any other like hot takes about Gen Con this year? Any other like big aha moments? 
that we haven't touched on yet? We've hit all my high points. Yeah. I don't, I think it was nice other than the seeing the things that are now or games that have already existed to seeing what's coming for a lot of people was really cool. Getting to see um, like metal weave had a really cool um, game based off a of video game that's coming out on TTRPG that I can't yes. remember off the top of my head right now, but it looks beautiful. Um, 13th age. I went to Pelegrin press cause 13th age. I've never played only kind of heard of it. It's been out. For 10 years, it's two of the guys that used to work on 3.5, I think, mm. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but, like, went to go see because my home game that a friend is running is that. And I got to, like, talk to the creator of that. And they're about to kickstart redoing the whole core rule book oh, to update it God, because cool. it's been 10 years. Wow, and then awesome. he was, like, asking me about, like, my rogue and what I thought with the rules and anything they should look into, like, changing for the book. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That this level of great. access is so unique and so rare. Yeah. And so that was cool. Just seeing future future plans for a lot of people too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool the niche. proto alley is really good for that feeling. Mm -hmm. If you like want to go and see like something before it's ready and like mm -hmm. talk to the creator about how you feel about how these rules played out. Really, really good vibe for sure. If y'all want just like a really cute card game coming January, witchy cakes. Which it was the think? cutest thing I've ever played. It's basically Uno and like a card building game uh, and uh, and and a competitive where you like you could throw your cakes at other people's cakes to topple them over. And you're, oh, it was the cutest. It was the cutest game. Okay, hold <laughs> on. Hold on. January. I saw another cute game called Close Quarters Wombat. <gasps> <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a uh, close your eyes, build a pyramid game you have all these different pieces to build your pyramid and all mm -hmm. two or three players close their eyes and for advanced rules one of you is the bad kitty or bad one <gasps> and you're spoiling the other's pyramids oh that's cute too it's so it's so cute looking so yeah i uh yeah there's some really cute games coming that um yes. that weren't actually ready yet um and then like our own buddies over at pine box they did their big inaugural tournament for seven seas yes. um, oh they had such a great time 100%. they did they were posting so much i got to see rob once you know i mean like they're running their like global tournament before the games even launched you know like just get it going and show starter deck whole kit on me so i need to do a little bit of research on that but they totally hooked me up with a whole set of cards to get a game going oh that's awesome that's so cool that's so cool um well Okay, I think that's all we had to had to really jump on, right, guys? Um, anything yeah. else that we need to? Okay. Well, it was really Taylor did, and she had a really great time. She had some yeah. really good hot takes. Yeah. You know, many of those even resonated with us. Yeah. Yay! I'm so glad you got to do your first Gen Con with us, Taylor. It was so <gasps> yeah, so too. wonderful to actually see you in person for our first time ever as friends. I it's so weird. It doesn't feel like it. Like, that was the weird thing, too, with every single person that I natural. got to see in person for the first time. Yeah, it's fully natural. I mean, granted, really, we all need much shorter than I expected. Oh, that is I a can. first. Is. <laughs> no one's ever told me that. Much shorter than I expected. That's all I can say. 
<laughs> Definitely not what I ever hear. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so cool. I mean, we all bond over like tabletop games where let's be real, half the time it's what uh, trauma and dirty laundry do I have in my real life I can throw into this character. So I feel like mm-hmm. that, that, that helps you bond very fast. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, you get to know each other pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, everybody at home, thanks a ton for listening. Uh, this has been Gen Con 2022 journaling. <laughs> As always, have fun and play well. May all your roles be crits. See you next year. Thanks for listening. If you like our style, please subscribe or rate, like the podcast within your app. It helps fellow listeners find us. We really appreciate it. So thank you. To join the community, you can find us on Twitter and Discord, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to get connected and join the fun. This episode is copyrighted by High Shelf Gaming LLC and is not cleared for broadcast or syndication without written approval. The music was provided by Lil Funky on YouTube and our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. Take care, friends.